Welcome back to this week's Greyhound Time Podcast. Today we'll be interviewing what seems like the man on campus, Ethan Faust. With the powerhouse beast, he can throw straight daggers beyond the heart. Soren Steinbecker. Welcome on, boys. What's up? Alright, so for those of you who live under a rock, or who you don't know or live under a rock, last Friday, Ethan led Clayton to a massive win against Clayton's biggest rival at Ethan scored a buzzer-beater three-pointer shot to send that game to overtime. The game went back and forth through overtime, but Ethan managed to finish out the game with a final layup, sending Clayton to its first win against Ladue in 15 years. Obviously, that game was a team effort. Yeah, man, I mean, it was pretty awesome, you know. Both shots, they went. I think we needed every run court to play a part. Obviously, you had, on the first one, you had a great pass from Soren to DeCarlos, which was a pass I've never seen before midair. Um, to me, wide open. And, you know, that's just a shot you gotta make. It's wide open. That's part of the whole too. Um, but at the same time, it was great um, coaching. It was perfectly drawn up, and it worked. Same with the second shot. I mean, you had two young guys, Alex and Santana, run the play perfectly. Santana had a wide open shot. And, you know, that's a shot that he'll make nine times out of ten. He just got unlucky that one time. And, you know, we all crashed, and it just came to me. I just got lucky. Did Soderman uh, set both those plays up in the huddle? Yeah, well, we've been practicing for about a week now, but we haven't practiced them a ton because it's just late-game stuff. Like, you got to focus on the band stuff first. But, I mean, everyone did a great job remembering it, knowing where to go and doing the right thing. What was he talking about in the huddle before uh, those last two players? I think he called timeouts before both of them. I mean, just staying cool and calm and collected and just letting us know how much time we got, what we could actually do with that amount of time, and just making sure, you know, just at least get a shot off. Just make it so you have a chance. So we'll get to the good stuff later, but walk us through that game until those last couple minutes of the fourth quarter. Who do you feel like had most of the momentum through that game? You know, um, we had the lead the majority of the game, so I feel like we always had that. And we were in the home court, so we had a bunch of fans watching us, you know. I feel like we never lost hope. We always knew we were going to win. And we had a great speech uh, before the game by coach. It really got us going. And how do you feel like that tornado warning affected you guys? I mean, did you guys know what was going on? Well, it, it definitely shifted the momentum. Because right after that, they came out. I think we were up by like eight or nine. Yeah. Now, they came up and instantly cut that lead to like two. And you know, we was just sitting in the training room. And, you know, everyone started to get tight. Everyone started to lock up. I think it happened to Ledoux, too. Because after that, a lot of people started cramping and stuff. So it definitely didn't help. But at the same time, it's just some adversity, adversity that you have to go through. And then, on, so on that tornado warning, did you guys know what was going on? Like, I think Oliver was telling He thought maybe, like, there was, like, an intruder or something. Like. I mean, I didn't really have any idea. But I just put two and two together when I saw lightning bolts, like, shoot through the windows after, like, I would run down the court, but then all the police were like, oh, get in, get in shelter, get in shelter. I was like, what? Yeah, I was just so confused. Did they put you guys in like the locker room? No, we actually got in the training room, oh. and we just, I guess, sat and tried to keep loose and not cramp up. Got Ethan over here coughing. <coughs> so, Ethan, um, let's go back to those two shots. Uh, run us through the play, the first one, when Sorn inbounded the ball with one second left. Um, so, I mean, we had about three and a half seconds left, so that gives you about three dribbles into the shot. So that can get you to about the volleyball line on the other side of the court. 
But he hit, um, the Ladue guy ended up missing the free throw, and they got their own rebound. Mm -hmm. And so they got two more free throws, and that took the two seconds off the clock. So it brought us down to, like, 1.5. And so after he made it, coach called the timeout, obviously, and, like, reminded us of the play. And, um, like, so basically, like, we just kind of got lucky. Like, Soren had to throw it, threw it perfectly to the Carlos, who caught it, made a beautiful pass. And the guy that was guarding me thought I was running to the ball, but I was running the opposite mm -hmm. way. So I got free, and I got loose, and I just got to open the shot. What was going through your head when you uh, took the shot? Did you feel like you over, you know, put too much on it? Or? No, I, I, that was like, I was more worried about putting too little. Yeah, I didn't want to overshoot it. You never want to overshoot it because you're going that fashion or that hard. Like, you got a tendency yeah. to shoot it way over. Yeah. So I shot it extra light, and I just didn't want to miss short because I had done that already a couple times that game. And so I was just worried about getting a super high, getting a nice arc on it, just in case I hit the rim, then I had a nice chance to get a bounce. Don't lie. You know that was in. You know that was in. I mean, once I shot it, <laughs> I mean, once I shot it, I knew it was money. But, I mean, it was pretty awesome. But I knew the game wasn't over, so I was just worried about getting, in, getting yeah. into the huddle and get ready for O2. You guys had a massive crowd there. I think they sold out in, like, Five, six, seven hours or something. And some other kids got into it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how did that affect the game? I mean, obviously it was super big. That was awesome. You know, last year, none of us had ever played varsity before last year. And so, last year with no crowds, no nothing. Or even the Ladue game. Yeah. None of us had played. Last year. It didn't really feel like, it didn't really feel that special. But, so none of us had really played in front of a crowd before on varsity. And to just come out and see all those people is pretty wild. Guy, anything to say about that? Um, I wish we would have had more people, but I'm definitely not taking that fan, those fans for granted. Like that was crazy. Yeah. Like we definitely we packed it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so speaking on the crowd, um, I think it was that play it was you know coming down to the end of the second half. And you put that ball, you uh, behind your legs. Give to Soren and then Alex shot a three. It's on video. You oh can just yeah, yeah. Hear the place like absolutely erupts. Like that's got to feel awesome. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That was my favorite play of the game. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was. When I did that cross court pass to Alex, and when Alex made it, I think that put us up by like 12. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big. And then you went time. down and you went down and then blocked that. Yeah, that was a big. No, no, he airballed. I'm pretty sure he yeah. airballed. That was a big momentum time for us, and we were really, we were really going right there. It was just, all, it was just, we were just all having fun. I think that was the difference. Like, yeah. everyone was super nervous and stressed off rip starting the game, but then once we kind of calmed down, everyone was just having fun. And I think that was the difference between us and the dude. Yeah, I feel like just looking up and seeing like people in your class or people you hang out with is a crazy like motivator because you don't want to like sell out. Yeah. And you want to like try your hardest, but it's so easy to have fun when you're around people who like make you laugh and yeah. you're comfortable with. Yeah, I mean, at least for the fans, Andrew and I were both there. It was yeah. pretty crazy because we haven't been to a game in probably has it been like yeah. two years. Yeah, because last year, no fans. And yeah, freshman year is kind of weird. You know, you're not really the biggest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about um, some bench that players that came off the bench. Uh, what kind of impact did uh, Santana and Alex make? Because I saw them, you know, out there in the fourth quarter making big plays, knowing that they came off the bench. Oh uh, man, I mean, they've grown so much already this season. I mean, they, they played a huge part in that game. Same with Adam. Don't forget about Adam. Mm -hmm. 
Um, Adam came in and replaced Beckham a couple times, so Beckham can breather. But you know, they're just they're super good, super athletic, and they know what their role is and they know how to play it well. And I think that's what we really need on this team. We need guys to come off the bench that know what they're doing and know how to do it. And you saw it in that last play. Alex is a great point guard, ran it to perfection. Yeah. Same with Santana. Santana can shoot. And I like I said, he's making that nine times out of ten. He can shoot. He just got unlucky that it rolled out. But you know, they can both play their roles really well. Santana's super passionate, which is really good for us. Yeah. Same with Becky, obviously. Becky is such a great defender. He locked down Jack Stein. Gave Jack Stein got his booty shorts on. <laughs> yeah, man, but he was giving him trouble all game. <laughs> Same with Adam. When Adam came in, guarded Jack. You know, they just give so much effort, and it's really good for us. Yeah, and the thing I like about those guys is they'll never complain. Like, you do what they tell them and they'll do it and they'll do it well, you know? Like, that's so hard. To t- like, you can't teach that stuff because I know last year some players, like, not going to say names, but I feel like they just let their ego get in the way of yeah. how they could perform and how they could, you know, score and, like, run the offense and stuff like that. So it's just great to see those guys out there competing, hustling, doing everything they can. And it's great when we're a team. It just makes winning so much better. Yeah. Who are some of the leaders on the – uh, honestly, I think it's um, our starting five is pretty much a bunch like bunch of leaders. Like Beckon will get the group going. Uh, I'll do like I'll do like the warm ups and stuff like yeah. that. Then we'll have the Carlos and uh, Eric talk to the rest, and then we'll have Ethan, you know, hyping everyone up. We just have a great group of guys. You know, it's not just the five; it's the whole team yeah. that can come out and That's show out. Yeah. yeah. Players come off. Yeah. And then it will do. So, you, can you get Yeah. All right, so. Flu game. <laughs> yeah. So, let's talk a little about that overtime. You know, there's about seven seconds left. The ball gets inbounded to, I think, Alex. And then you want to run us through that play? Um, yeah, man. So, me and DeCarlos actually switch spots. Normally, I'm where DeCarlos would be. Um, but I'm, my point, or my play was I was just supposed to sprint to the top of key and in case I get a kickback for a three. Went to Carlos, set a great screen. Alex ran right off of it. And Santana's man came to help on Gap B, left Santana wide open. And then obviously at a time like that, everyone's just watching the ball. Yeah. So, you know, I was standing there, and then I kind of thought about it. I was like, we got no time left. Like, you might as well crash just in case something happens. And so my guy was just staring off in his face. And the right I ran past him. And you know, he missed it and came right to me. Yeah. And then when that ball went in, what was going through your head? Like, well, I mean, obviously, these people do. like you think about hitting buzzer beaters and stuff like that. But to hit two of them in one game, like you don't really think about that. Yeah. And, like obviously, I started jumping up and down like a little girl. I think I landed in Nolan's arm. Shout out Nolan. <laughs> but like, I mean, it's just it's a great feeling to know that like all your friends keep coming up to you saying like, "Hey man, that was awesome." Yeah. It's just cool that you got to see it. Because we rushed that court. I mean, that, well, we that rushed it the first time, and Soderman was And they got a, we, you, we got so, a technical off that, yeah. so we started overtime down, too. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to, like, throw names out there, but, you know, there was... If you go back and watch it on video, Ethan makes a shot, and one kid just goes out there. And then it's, like, one kid, a couple wave. seconds, and then all of a sudden, kids are yeah. Oh, yeah, I feel like you had to go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. this was the thing, like, I was like, guys, we didn't win the game, but, like... Everyone's just running, and I just, I think it's my instinct, and like I'm sure a lot of other kids, like we all just went out there and ran. And I remember teachers like, 
just pushing, pushing kids, kids back. back. Yeah. I mean, he sat every time. Push him so hard. Nah, but it helped us out. Really, is they went up two after those two free throws, and then they just ran the clock down. They probably dribbled the ball for like three of the four minutes yeah. of the OT. And like obviously everyone's so tired, but they weren't up enough to just be dribbling the clock down. Yeah. So by the time they we got the ball back, we had plenty of time, and you know we all had fresh legs. We were just standing there for three minutes. Oh yeah. And we was ready to go. And I, right after that. Didn't someone go down and score? I think we like got a steal or something, and then we came back down, and then we went up one, right? Yeah, and then they had like some free throws. Yeah, and then it was like, yeah, that was crazy. So what was that locker room like? So you you win the game, you get like mosh in the corner, and then <laughs> they kick everyone out. Yeah, they kick everyone out. You guys go back to the locker room. Maybe what's that like? What's it like in the locker room? Yeah. It was awesome. You know, after we played girls earlier. It was a rough week for us, but and so this game was super important, not only, you know, with the history and the rivalry, but just to kind of turn our season around. We hadn't been playing great up until that point. So, you know, for us to win that, like, such a big game, it's a 4 0 with your team. It was super big, and you could tell that it was super excited. Yeah. We were all running up to the locker room. I don't know if you know Coach Foldy, he's a freshman coach. Yeah. <laughs> he standing at the top of the stairs, you know, about chest bumps. You know, everyone's super excited. And then Sullivan runs in. And Sullivan and Sullivan Trout, those are our two head coaches. And that, like, they really cared. It was really obvious. And, you know, this game was super important to them. It was important to us. It was more important to them. And, you know, it showed everyone that's super excited. I think that was a big, big, like, team moment. Like, we kind of really fun in that moment. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I think Sumner was crazy. Because he was the last group of um, – he was the last group of Clayton uh, seniors to win the Ladue game, which was crazy. Because he wrote, right before the game, Coach wrote 2011 on the board, and we were like, oh, we got to win tonight. So my bad in the intro, I think I said 15 years. I think, that was I think it was a 15 games. Fif okay, so 15 Yeah, games. 14 or 15 games, but like 10 years. So it's been 10 years. Well, did you guys do anything fun after the game? I know you had the ACT so Yeah, that was, yeah, that was awful. I literally probably went to bed at like 12.30, and I had to be up by like 7, took the ACT, went home, and I just slept. I literally had no time for anything. What about you, Ethan? Um, I mean, I was really tired, but I hung out with some friends, and I was good. I had a good time. Just hanging out with And do you feel like, you know, beating Ladue for the first time in, you know, 14, 15 games, like, what that, like, what that can do to, you know, Sacrifice, you give it everything, you know, that's a, that's a big deal for us. 
Did you want to talk about the bamboo and what that represents? Or? Yeah, man. So, um, so I'm going to start this new thing this year um, with some bamboo. And the whole idea is that bamboo doesn't grow right away. Right away. It takes about four years before bamboo actually starts growing. But it's really underneath the surface. Like, the roots are gone. And that's what we're doing right now. Like, we're building those roots with that strong foundation so that in the future, like, the clay can hopefully become really good again. But, you know, it took a while, but I kind of bought it. I'm not going to lie. You know, like, that message. And now, every week, we got uh, some of the freshman team, some of the JV team, some of the varsity team, all water the bamboo. It's not just the varsity level. It's all three levels. Yeah. And it's completely changing this program. And I think everyone's working harder. Yeah, adding on to that, I think it's like a great like symbol and message because on our um, warm-up shirts we have culture builders. Yeah, but then another thing about that is like our entire program has those shirts. So it's not just varsity like Ethan said. Like we're one community and I think Ladue really helped us because like the, that win, all the freshman team was there, all the JV and it was really great because I feel like we're role models to them yeah. so that one day they can, you know, when they get older, like, they'll be like that, you yeah. know? Like, they'll come together as one, you know? Well, they'll just be team players and yeah. do their role, you know? Uh, so you were talking about buying in. I think that's really important with a lot of sports. A lot of times you have talent, but, you know, everybody buying in. Is, do you think that the whole basketball team is buying in the coaching system? I think just about everybody has in this sport. Especially for that yeah, especially like, because now you got evidence that it works. You got the proof. And so before, like, people weren't really buying it because they weren't winning. But now that you see a big win like that, and I think it's just going to, it's just going to keep propelling us forward. I think by the end of the season, everyone will follow it. So looking forward next week, or is that next week? Or is that, yeah, I guess MICS tournament starts next week. Yeah, I think so. Uh, who's going to be in that tournament, and what do you guys think about it? To be honest, I have no idea. I know we're just worried about ourselves right now. It's important to know who you're playing against and do your research and study and stuff. Know their plays and watch film. But at the same time, like it's more important to know about us and make sure that we're still working and putting the work in it that way. Whatever happens, whoever we play, we know we're ready. Yeah, I think um, Coach said it's like MICS, Duchenne, Kirkwood, some big schools, but I think since we're two and three, I think the seeding is tonight actually. So we should we shouldn't be last seed. So we'll have a good chance at you know winning some games in that tournament. I think the most you can play is five. So we're looking to play five. And then looking uh, toward the playoffs later on in the year, um, do you think we'll see another matchup against Lidl possibly? Yeah, I'm hoping. That would be awesome. I mean, just know like looking at who's in our district, there's going to be some teams above us, and there's going to be some teams below us. So So as you said earlier, you guys lost to Burroughs earlier. Was that last week, right before the Ladue game? Yeah. After this Ladue game, you guys think you guys have more confidence to go out and show that you guys are a competitive team? Yeah. Burroughs was definitely a wake up call for us. Yeah. You know, we didn't practice well early in the week. We just showed it that game. And, you know, so did the solo shot. They really let us hear it. I think we turned around our home. Practice has got way better. Everyone focused in. And obviously, it's because of Ladue, but also because I was embarrassing. No one wants to be embarrassed, especially coming and playing with you on their own floor. So I think it was everyone just kind of dialed in and locked in. So, so our directing this one to you, it's your senior year, mm -hmm. last year. 
Um, you know, what are you looking forward to towards the end of this year? End of the year? Um, honestly, I just want to win some games. You know, last year wasn't the result or outcome we wanted. What did we win? Five, six games? Yeah, that's that's not the way I want it. But I want it to go out, you know, you know, maybe a po po positive record. That would be nice, you know. Be able to do, check that one off. We're going to play on a college court, check that one off. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to go out with a bang. Yeah. Because we made history with Ledoux, but I'm trying to maybe bring some home some hardware, you know. Yeah. Leave, leave my legacy behind at Clayton and pass it on to Ethan. Well, he, earlier this season, I think you guys had a lot of problems worried about who was going to play. I don't know if you were sort of, you, you got to think you were for sure playing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Earlier in the summer. So do you guys think you guys are finally coming together? And also, yeah, you guys have all come together. Make a team is built with a lot of people from all over the place. You guys have a lot of freshmen and sophomore, underclassmen on the team. What's it like playing with all these guys who have probably not played varsity before? Yeah, I mean, it's sort of impossible when people have played on varsity last year. And so I think, like, obviously there's a learning curve. And I think that's made it stronger for like teaching these underclassmen and even people like Eric, Eric and Bella, she was COVID. Like just like knowing that we can help them, you know, get adjusted to playing varsity ball and help them work together, I think it just brings us closer. So right now you gotta head to FCA, you got anything any last words? Um Nope. Great game, great team win, you know. Hopefully that's not the mountaintop for our season. Hopefully we can keep going up. We, like once we beat Ledoux, we just want to keep going up. That doesn't. I don't want that to be our peak, you know. I want to win some games, and then uh, end my se senior year with a bang. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks for being on. Alright, Ethan. Jesse. Sure, just Ethan. Ethan. Not on that, like the peak of the mountaintop. I definitely don't think that's our peak. Like I went back and I watched that game the next day. And neither team played real great. But I think it was important that we won with our hard work. And we all came together. And I think that's what won us the game. It wasn't necessarily how we played or running our sets. We didn't do that very well. So I think that just goes to show that like, as we keep improving, keep getting better towards January and February, once we start running our stuff better and start playing, when we start playing in like peak performance, I think we can be really good. And Ethan, what was it like getting all that attention? Like it, not like it. I mean, obviously it's fun, but like everyone deserves some of it. That was a whole team. Yeah. I talked about that earlier. How like all all five of us on the court had something to do with those last yeah. two plays. So I mean, obviously, I mean it never hurts to get complimented and things like that. Yeah. But it's also important that everyone gets recognition because it's a whole team. I mean, more than just the five. I think everybody had a, took a part in that whole game. Yeah, Everybody top, to top to bottom. Even if people that didn't play, they were still supporting, getting super hyped up. And same with Soderman and Solotrop. You know, they had a great, my fault. They had a great game plan coming in, and it worked. We held their best shooter, shooting one for twelve. He averaged forty some percent from three. He shot one for twelve from three in that game. Jack Steinback is their top scorer. He averaged seventeen a game. He had 14, but all of it was free throws. He shot like two for 14 from the field. So I think they had a game plan, and we executed it, and it worked. We shut down the two best players. Yeah, yeah, that was a great game. So do we, um, 
You guys have a game Friday, don't you? That's what you said. Or, oh, we play today. Oh, today? You said you're not playing, though, because you're sick. Oh, yeah, I'm not playing. Is the lineup the same, or is it, are you the only one out? Or yeah, I think so. I think everyone else is still going. I don't know. I haven't been here to practice in two days. So. Yeah, because you kind of had a flu game on the game a little yeah. bit. I mean, you were. I know there was one point where you airballed a three, and you said it was because you started coughing in the middle of it. Yeah, I think I was a beat in the game. Yeah, man, good shot. I just started coughing. I've been sick for a couple weeks. That's been great. Just trying to fight through it. Yeah, I gotta fight through that. All right, so, should, should we wrap up? Got anything, last thing to say or any no. shout outs to anybody on the team? I mean, shout out to everybody, but especially the sophomores, you know, these young guys working hard, getting right. Shout out to the seniors, too. Sword, to Carlos, Eric, Finn, just really leading Aaron, just leading our squad, and, you know, just. Helping us learn. Uh, I will say, Santana, he, you guys had a nice little handshake there before the game. He's getting uh, everyone going. <laughs> yeah, man, I mean, it's just part of it. You know, especially at Clay, we do those super cool warm ups, they turn out the lights and stuff. You know, it's an awesome experience. That gets you guys going? Yeah, it, yeah. Help, it definitely helps a little bit. And, you know, it, it's pretty sick. You know, you get to do a little handshake. and. Everyone watched with the back in Sands was like crazy. I'm not gonna throw hate, but like back in Sands was sick. Shout out to I mean, some of our some of us have to work on our handshakes a little bit. I just like a little clean, something quick. Some of us got to work on those. It's a little, a little rough. But you guys like practice those? Oh yeah, for sure. You guys definitely do well, a lot. So of yeah, Beckett did. had a lot yeah, of stuff going on there. I mean, some people do. I just got to like pregame. I said, hey, let's just do this real quick. Normally, I'm not a big handshake guy. I'm just a little fist bump. Let's, let's go play. But it was a big game, so I thought, you know, why not? Let's go have some fun with it. Beckett's been watching himself in the mirror. <laughs> Beckett does that a lot. Beckett does that a lot. All right, so, Ethan, thanks for coming on. Uh, this was another episode of Grand on Time. Um, thanks for all the listeners. <coughs> Make sure to tune in uh, every Thursday. Is it Thursday? Every Thursday. For